Welcome everybody to Tales from the Core. This is going to be episode eight in this uh, incredible journey that we're on. As always, I'm Mike Frank Francis with my co-host Adam Grizzly Gray. And man, we're about to hit you all in the face with a shoebox full of shit on this one. <laughs> as we've got our homie from 3-6. Uh, none other than the man himself, Vito Garavito. <laughs> Legend. Thank What's you guys up, man? For, for having me on here, man. I appreciate the uh, opportunity. Listen, man, this thing is like a roller coaster. You know, we, uh, we, we, you know, we've gone through some really funny moments, you know, with the CVS and pads and uh, <laughs> with some of Stow's stories. And then we brought it back, uh, having Mark Coleman on with some real deep amazing amazing shit going over sobriety and struggling with life and then we just kind of we started to climb back up a little bit last week with uh you know some real talk and and now we're ready man we're like we're ready for that roller coaster to take its second drop and just fuck everybody up on this one so we're fuck them up nobody dude. better nobody better to have than than veto for this one not anyone better i can think of at this moment for sure yeah. I mean, him and Eunice, like, they're neck and neck, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, it's sure. funny because, like, Eunice and I, that was actually one of the stories had to do with me and Eunice. I mean, well, shit, a lot of stories, but yeah. Yeah. You, well, and like, that's one of the really cool things about, like, you and him both. And this is why I'm kind of excited. So I don't know, Greg. Like, I know you, you were the after me in SOI, right? You were the company after me. Yeah. And, and when, when we got orders to three six, I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like three six mafia sipping right. on some scissor, motherfuckers. I thought it was you know, cool like, too. Yeah, yeah. I was like super pumped, and then like <laughs> Sergeant. Little Flieger, did I know, <laughs> Sergeant Flieger. He was our fifty ones. This is a super cool dude, man. Like loved that guy to death, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, no, it's not gonna be good." Like. And this is when you guys. This is this is when three six like made the cover of being the jackass battalion. <laughs> of the marine corps so so we got vetoed a uh a historian you know figuratively and literally um to, to to give us like the background the goods on like what was it man that made three six the jackass battalion i just want to add one thing before we all roll because i know we are all a little nervous every time we first come on uh all these stories are hypothetical we love telling stories <laughs> and seriously uh I, th we love hearing stories and we're good storytellers. So um, that is all. I love you all. That's it. That, that needs to be said. Anyways. Yeah. So let's get into the story. Like action it. motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you want me to just go right now? Let's roll out, man. Let's roll out. How did, well, how did three, six become the jackass? I, I don't know the whole three, six, but I know my part, which was a big <laughs> part, I think. And, uh, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. When I was in SOI and they told me I was going three six, I was like, "Oh shit, we get to wear the Forge. That's kind of cool, you know." French Forge, yeah, yeah. And so I showed up, and there were I think three guys from SOI that went to Kilo, and three guys that went to India. And I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people don't. But I was in India company, and uh, so I went to India, and I would go to the the Chow Hall. And I would actually see some of the guys I knew. And I was like, from Kilo. And I was like, hey, how's it going? They're like, this sucks, man. We're getting <laughs> shit kicked out of us on a daily basis. 
<laughs> um, Kilo had like they did this thing where they were pouring like bleach on like boots heads and like one of them went to the hospital. No way. They were like, <laughs> really, all right. And then India was kind of like, all right, let's let's see what we can do. And uh they did this thing where like you don't really do this in well, at least we never I never heard of it other than like when we did it. They didn't know they did it before us, but it was like all of a sudden we were like, hey, we're going to Vieques. And I'm like, where the fuck is Vieques? And so weapons company, so there's this island off Puerto Rico where there's a fucking naval bombardment range on one end, and they were closing it down. And so they thought that there were going to be these protesters that were going to try and stop it early, you know, run onto the range, and they got these spotting towers, and they'd call off the planes and everything. And so we were going there to stop the protesters and to get some jungle training. And this fucking place was a jungle. Of course, like, you never go anywhere that has like unicorns. It's always fucking so. There's like scorpions <laughs> and tarantulas, and we were talking. They had these fucking centipedes. No, no, millipedes that would crawl up in trees, and you touch them, and they'd fall on your shoulder and shit. And so, weapons company was going there, and they had this detachment from India, which was made up of weapons platoon in India, and all the boots from the Elevens, including myself and Eunice. And so Eunice, I was booted to Eunice by like a month and we immediately like hit it off. And so we both go down there and I'm just like, this is, uh, they, they divvied us up into fucking squads and it's a brand like, remember it's weapons platoon with weapons. Con- I don't know anybody and mm-hmm. I'm a boot as hell. And my squad is like a dream team. Cause it's like four corporals, like three senior lances all of them have been to Kandahar. All of them are short timers. All of them fucking hate boots. And I'm the one boot in the squad. And our squad leader is a sergeant. And I was trying to think of a name. So I don't like, I don't want to name drop, but don't do sergeant, it. Sergeant Terror <laughs> is just what I'll call him. But this was the one dude who was like known for like, you don't fuck with this guy because he will fucking destroy you. And the rumor was that he, well, he had been a drill instructor and got kicked out. And the rumor that everyone said was he was the reason why your senior drill instructor had to be a staff sergeant because he had been a senior drill instructor as a sergeant, beat the shit out of all his recruits. Eunice swears that's true. <laughs> so I get there and he just like looks at me and he's like, I fucking hate you. You're going to fucking die. You know, <laughs> you're an 11, which I hate because he was a weapons guy and you're it's a fucking boot, which I hate. You're done. So I was like, this is awesome. So we would go out for these 12-hour patrols. And he literally, we would have like three MREs a day. He went like, here's your three MREs, Corporal. Here's your three. Here's He'd get to me. He'd take one and fucking throw it in a fire. Like, you don't rate. And so for like weeks, I had two meals a day and 12-hour patrols. I was fucking miserable. And Eunice... Felt bad, and one day he was in another squad. He snuck me some jalapeno cheese and crackers, and And so we both got thrashed. But I was like, "This guy's my fucking buddy for life now." Um, He's the only guy you got really at that time. Yeah, yeah. I was. They made me the machete bitch, which like I've never been in an appointment where they gave me machete. Marine Corps machete was dull as hell, and everything there had like these six inch spikes. And he would be like, build me a highway, double dog. You know, and I'd fucking go through. And every time I'd stand, <laughs> look like I was fucking punched a porcupine. I got shit sticking out of my hand. Um, 
there was a guy we would do night patrols and this fucking one guy who was a boot he had a scottish accent and everyone who was in india would know who i'm talking about but he started snoring and sergeant terror pulled out his pistol and put it to his head and was like i swear to god if you fucking snore again you're done and they made him Eunice was reminding me about this the other day they made him his name is unicitis <laughs> no he said and hunter said i could use their names they were <laughs> okay cool with that. all right i'm trying and and so Eunice was telling me they made him put his bayonet on his rifle and put his rifle under his chin when he would go to sleep. So if he like nodded down, he'd like stab his brain. You know, I mean, it was just like we were fucking miserable. Um, and then Weapons Company, who was like three fourths of the thing, they hated us because we we're a bunch of assholes. So then our fucking some of the NCOs stole their guide on we were sleeping on like a lagoon in tents which sounds awesome if we weren't <laughs> fucking in the marines on next to a bombing range yeah yeah looking for fucking people so we we literally got this they took this guide on swam like 300 yards out and put it on a buoy which enraged weapons company so now <laughs> 12 hour patrols are like 16 hour patrols and i'm still sitting there with two fucking meals dying you know because i'm sure that like SOI. I'm like 170 pounds. Like the light, you know, and I'm just like, this sucks. And so it's like straight up Lord of the Flies. And good, good way to portray that. Yes. Proceed. You're awesome. Go well, ahead. Sergeant Terror like also doesn't believe in normal PT. And his dudes were fucking huge. They all looked like you, Gray. I mean, like they were fucking monsters. Not and like so me now, but I understand. We we did these fucking we would do sit-ups in the water where someone was holding your legs and you would go down and your head would be underwater and you couldn't come back up until he said, come up. So sometimes you'd be under for 15 seconds. Sometimes you'd be under for like 45 seconds and he would like rove back and forth. And if you came up early, he'd punch you in the face. So we were like, holy shit, this is the fucking worst. It's like, it was like boot camp where it's like one of those things where, you fucking hate it at the time, but then like later on, you're like, yeah, this was fucking awesome. I'd like to see like if that was like literally if that was worse than waterboarding. You know what I mean? It's an <laughs> interesting thing to think about. <laughs> you know those, and it's so funny, man. Like you hear, I was actually I was talking with somebody, and like you hear stories like this, and I, I don't know how you feel now, Garavito, but like I know there's things I look back on that I was like, yeah, there's no way today if I went back, I'd put up with that shit. Right. And that's where like a lot of these civilians are always like, yeah, I couldn't ever be in the Marine Corps because if somebody yelled at me or this, that or the other thing. And I told them, I said, I mean, you say that now, but like we were in a different mindset. Right. Like, why do you let drill instructors and shit yell at you and do the things that they do? It's because that's what it takes to become a Marine. Right. And then when you're a boot and you get somewhere like if that's the norm, that's the norm. It's what you do. That's the Marine Corps. Like, welcome to the Marine Corps. This is what you wanted. It's what you asked for. I'm going to put it in my little two-piece, and little two-piece, uh, but w with what you said, Frank, uh, we knew we we damn signed that contract, you know, and we don't want to go home with our tails between our legs. So that, I think yeah. that's really what held us in, dude, because I didn't want to go back with my dad being like, right. you failed, motherfucker, you, you know. So yeah, you don't want to be what. a failure. Of course. You don't want to go home a failure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Gervito. I love you, bro. Go ahead. 
Well, on that point, I mean, they actually they had a thing where it was like literally they I mean, they told us on day one. They're like, like I said, these were all the Kandahar dudes. They were all fucking short timers. They were all and they're like, every boot here is going to say that they're our bitch. And so they went around <laughs> and what would be it? They went to Chomansky, I'll say, and said, <laughs> say it. He's like, I'm your bitch. And they're like, all right, done. You know, he's off the table. And I like made a point of, I was like, I'm at least making it halfway. I'm not going to be the guy who like, is like, I refuse to ever say it. Cause they'll legit break your arm, you know? But I was like, at least if I can make it halfway. So it was like, probably like first week, they brought a Humvee with a generator. And that's when we were doing our haircuts. And I had a bunch of corporals. They put my hands behind my back, started punching me in the side and decided to face plant me into the Humvee. And I was like, I'm your bitch. That's good. Like I made it past halfway. I was like thrilled. Like, I mean, I had, like blood. Cut. I'm like, you know what? I fucking made it. I'm good to go. And they were like, all right, you did pretty well. You know, I was like, all right. You know, I'm hold the phone here. Hold the, hold the phone here. So they like smash your face and hypothetically inside of like the Humvee, like steel ass Humvee, like, yeah. Like against like the hood while they were cutting my hair. Yeah. Hypothetically. Wow. wow that is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, there was one guy. I mean, I remember he was like, I'm not going to do this. Like, I will never say it no matter what. And somehow they had a football and they literally threw it into his face. Eunice will tell you exactly who it is, but they fucking threw it right into his face from about two feet away and it just exploded. Like, and he's like, all right, time out. I'm a, you know, I'm a bitch, you know. But at the same time, like we said, you know, it was what everyone was doing. So, um, so we did that and we were fucking, I mean, there was no, there was no electricity. There was no fucking showers. Our shower was the ocean. You know, there was nothing. And so we were there for like over a month and then we came back and this is where the shit goes down because we came back and the battalion was on a 96 and it's always when it happens. Yep. Is all and so the I think weapons company fucking tattletailed to the fucking battalion commander about us. Like these guys are a bunch of assholes because he specifically took our group and said, Well, I got fucking fire trucks going by. He specifically said, uh fucking, you know, he called us out to that that area where the, the volleyball court fucking little thing and was like, Look, here's the deal, man. We can't let you guys go on a 96. We got in a cherry point where it's like four in the afternoon or something. He's like, we're not letting you drive all through the night. But, you know, 8 a.m., we're going to let you out. All you got to do, your number one thing is don't fuck this up. That's it. Like, don't fuck this up. And sounds easy enough, you know. This was like a new battalion commander. The one the Kandahar one had left. And this was the new guy. He was like a recon guy. And he kind of came in with like this whole like I'm a recon guy like I think I can handle fucking a battalion full of fucking regular grunts. I mean whatever. <laughs> Three six was like hold my beer. <laughs> so all he had to do was that, and immediately, well again, we've been in this fucking jungle for fucking over a month. We buy more alcohol than like the fucking division could drink. And it just goes off the fucking rails. There's no one from the battalion, like our, or I mean, the company, like the higher ups are all gone on the 96 or they, you know, they went home. So there's nobody there. It's a complete shit show. And it's just, 
And there were some fuck ups. I uh, won't mention names. There are some people they they definitely believed in mass punishment. And there oh, were some really? dudes who just basically were always getting us in trouble. And so this was kind of our like, yeah, okay, you know, allegedly, maybe it might have happened. Nobody knows. So yeah, no one knows. No one knows that happened. And yeah, um, so you could not go to sleep. If you went to sleep, somehow they're going through a window, going through a bathroom. They're waking you up, throwing a fucking, you know, beer in your face. And it was just like that. Uh, it was going all night. Things are getting shitty. I just remember people coming up and going, Vito, Vito, dude, go in your bathroom and lock the door and don't come out until we tell you. And I'm like, what? And they're like, that's, oh, that's normal. Go. And so I go in there, lock the door, fucking someone knocks on it like five minutes later. And they're like, Sergeant Terror just fucking downed a bottle of Jack. He's running around yeah. with no shirt on, fucking Smokey Bear on his head, NCO sword, swinging it at people. And he Unusual. has a kill list of like five Marines he wants to kill. And you're one of them. I was like, fucking hell. Where'd you so, go? Where'd you hide? I did the whack a mole. There you go. <laughs> I did the whack a mole. <laughs> <laughs> Where Keep I, going, bro. I, I basically, if he was on the third deck, I was on the first deck. If he was on the second deck, I was on the third deck. I was just partying in people's rooms and trying to hide from him. And some of the NCOs, kind of getting back to your thing, were like, you know, Gary Vito put up a lot of shit, this thing. He's kind of, he might have some potential. He might be a solid guy. Like, we don't want to see him die. Like, hey, come in our room for a little bit. And I was like, oh, man, cool. So it's like three in the morning and fucking uh let's see three in the morning and basically just everyone went to bed or so i thought <laughs> so i wake up in the morning and i'm like what the fuck is that noise i can hear these people in my bathroom and i was like what the fuck is going on and, and for people who don't know you had like two people <laughs> in one room two people in the next room and you shared a bathroom in between the two so bathroom for four people and it was doors that went to each room and so I'm hearing, what the fuck is going on? And I opened the door and PMO is in there fucking fingerprinting our bathroom because hey, the what? room next to us was like ground zero for fucking all the shit that went down. PMO, by the way, for those non-military, military police, continue. Yes, yes, yes. MPs and some people, yeah, the Marines are PMO and yeah. And so... um they called us out to the lounge and there was like fucking eight to 10 cop cars in the quad. Um, they're fucking, you know, people are already in jail. Fucking they're like interviewing people. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, everyone's hung over. People are throwing up in trash cans, you know I mean? It was just a fucking shit show. I can't and, believe that at all. <laughs> just yeah. all you have I to just want to say real quick, especially huh? like if Stow's listening, Right, y'all motherfuckers thought I was bad. All right, like, be, like bad. I just pissed off the fucking third back deck a couple times. Like, y'all didn't have to go through shit. <laughs> so, this is a pretty good story, though, man. I mean, that's deeper than I went through. Seriously, oh, I, I made it lucky, but yeah. so we're so we're there, and like they didn't even know what the fuck to do. Like the the battalion, they were just like we uh, <laughs> like there's too much shit going on. Just go on your 96. We'll deal with this when like you, if you're not in jail, you will deal with it when you get back. <laughs> so there's a guy. Uh, I'll, I'll just call him Flavo. 
Foivo was uh, <laughs> good, good job, good job on that. Yeah, and uh, he literally called me and he was like, "Dude, we're in trouble." And I was like, "What's up?" And he's like, "My parents just saw something about us on the news, and they oh. live in Vermont." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh shit!" And I still, was, I was so hungover. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, I don't even know. So, Talk about anxiety. Yeah, I went on. I went on my ninety six. I told my parents, I was like, something might be going down. I don't know what's happening, and they're like, you know, whatever happens, you know, face the punishment. Like, if you did something, I was like, I know, I know. So, we fucking come back, and the battalion commander fucking meets us for like the back the return formation. He is more pissed off than any fucking marine I think I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, you motherfuckers. Like, you had one thing to do. You threatened to put Constantina wire around the bed. He fucking had, I think they had three duties on every deck. So there was nine duties going around the fucking barracks. We had a curfew. Jesus Christ. What year was this? Huh? What what year was this? This was 2002. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it was, no, it was either end of 2002, 2003. It was right around like change of the year. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. And then we're just like, Jesus (laughs) Christ, you know, whatever. So then all the senior leadership has been like relieved of command for the Vieques people. So they tell me they're calling people down to the fucking company office and we don't know what the hell's going on. And so they call my name and I go down there and there's a staff weapons company. And he takes me because none of our leadership like we had to have another fucking company escort us they take me to some part of base i've never been and i'm like where the fuck am i and there's the ncis fucking placard on the door i was like oh shit. fucking gibbs yeah i walk <laughs> in and these two fucking guys are like well 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 if it isn't the air guitarist himself and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I have no clue. So I go literally go in a room with a two-sided mirror. I know they're videotaping me, and I'm just like, oh shit. I'm a fucking PFC. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm going to jail. And they were like, it was, I wish I could see my my interrogation, whatever fucking, because it was like, did you or did you not like wake this guy up by fucking making him drink a chem light? And I'm like, I don't know. I was too drunk. I can't recall, you know, <laughs> did you or did you not repeatedly hit this dude in the face with a shower shoe? And I'm like, I don't know. I was too drunk. I don't recall. You know, did you hold this dude down while another guy did a triple Lindy off the fucking, you know, footlocker and broke his bed when he landed on him? I'm like, I don't know. Like, like, like in our Marine Corps handbook, you know, they're like, if you don't know, this is the handbook. They're yeah. like, you do this. I have no idea. So I went back to the thing and there was a room where everyone had been talked to and Eunice was there. And uh, he's like, hey, how'd it go? I was like, apparently they called me the air guitarist. He's like, dude, they called me the drummer man. And I was like, I don't know, man. I blacked out. I'm like, I did too. Like, apparently I'm the drummer man. Yeah, apparently we were doing a band. Who was the lead singer? Who was the fucking, who was the lead singer? That's, I don't even know. Wait, oh, no, and no. to make it worse, this is the other thing. You know how there's like the things you do not do? When this was going on, one of the guys was like, you know what would make this even better? If I videotaped it on my new camera. That's how they knew all this shit was because they fucking got the videotape. <laughs> And you're like, what the what? fuck? You know, at the time, we're like, yeah, this would be so great. Well, it was the stupidest idea ever. So we went. Dude, can you think? 
Huh? Do you think we can like FOIA request that shit? Like, like freedom, freedom of information, information somehow we find this videotape somehow I, I wouldn't do it just because you know you got people like uh i won't name his name but people that uh like uh, like francis hates the most of everyone they have power and they can like probably destroy your homes and your person yeah. and you know cur- right cur- right the drone out, accidentally yeah. like you know, <laughs> yeah. drops yeah. Bomb by accident. Yeah. yeah yeah um <laughs> but uh, accidentally fly a fucking Hornet into your house and like a yeah. Out. Adam's not available. Adam's not available for this podcast today. We really don't know what happened to him. But uh, proceed, my friend. Yeah. So the, the best part of the the the, the, the why the finishing up of the whole thing <laughs> is we have to go to the fucking company office to a senior enlisted man's office, and he's like, "There's like five of us," and he's like, "So as of today, you are being like." reassigned to lima company and we're like what and he's like yes like we're going to lima company and then he like shut the door so no one could hear and he was like shit is going down like people are going to jail you do like lima's leaving in three days for cuba you do not want to be in the country when the hammer fucking falls like get the fuck out of here while you can (laughs) and we're like first sergeant like so, so like, I am I am I am living through you right now. Like that is well, a shit sandwich, fucking shard in your pants type shit. I understand my. It, friend. it actually Listen, ended are you, up. Yeah, you don't have to answer this right now. Like you can text me and Adam the the answer, but like, because I don't want you to incriminate yourself. But I just want to know, like, did the air guitarist and drummer boy, like, did they actually actually do anything like to be concerned with, or? I honestly. Don't like the questions they apparently had me on videotape doing. I don't remember any of it, so I'm just gonna say I do not. I've been there, man. Yeah, Yeah. I've been there. We've all been there. It worked out well because when I was when I was in uh, boot camp, when I was graduating, the guys in like receiving were in in digis, and I still had the woodlands. So like we went to Lima as like these woodland camo guys who had been kicked out of being reckless and crazy, whatever. And little did they know that like a week before we were getting the shit haze out of us. Yeah. Boots, you know, yeah. so it actually worked out really well for us. And then we went to Cuba and Lima, Lima three, six for the rest of my life. Just, just so everyone knows, uh, it's not a veteran. No. Digital cam, uh, digis uh, are digital camos where we were green, and we had to change them off to uh, deserts, which is like apparently the 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 color of the desert. Uh, those were only two options. Uh, proceed, my friend. I love you. Proceed. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, it was funny. Like I was thinking of a Cuba story. And I was trying to like, I mean, I, everyone could tell about this, the night we drank this much or the night someone pissed on this person or whatever. And I was like, well, what can I say? A lot of people wouldn't know. And so when we were in Cuba, it was like a few good men, you know, like you're on fucking the, you need me on that wall. Yeah. We were on the wall. You had literally had your thing and there's a minefield and there's a Cuban and you take a piss and he writes it down and he takes a piss and you write it down. <laughs> you do that for like a fucking week. So unusual. Yeah. You would have the air just pissed in a bottle. <laughs> he took a shit, took a little bit longer than normal. Um, I think there might've been a whacking off. Um, but, probably. Yeah. Good. Probably. It's that Garavito guy again, you know. Um, but uh, so 
we were there and we were doing PT and the senior guys were like, Hey, today we're going to do combat soccer. And it was like, I was like, what the fuck is combat soccer? And some people might know this, and but like, I had no idea. And so we were doing it. And basically what you did, there was this open field and we all got our little Marine Corps issued laundry bags and filled it with our dirty clothes. And we'd use it as like a fucking war hammer to like play soccer and beat the shit out of people. And so say again, I'm just joking. <laughs> and so uh, we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're sitting there and they were like checking our fucking laundry bags. So like someone tried to throw some boots in there or someone had like got their clothes wet and they're like, no, 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 it's got just whatever. So we're playing soccer and I don't remember who it was, but someone came up and I just took my little fucking thing and whacked the shit out of him. And you got that little, that noise, like, you know, where you, you like kind of take the wind out of them for a little bit. And I was like, this is the greatest fucking game of my life. I go about 10 feet and I got, it was like, I got hit by a fucking train. I went fucking, I was wind knocked out of me. I think I broke a rib. I'm fucking bleeding or whatever. And what the senior guys who had checked our shit, what they had done was they went to the PX, bought soup cans and put them in their socks. And people like found bricks and put them in their shit. And they were just fucking. So yeah, I mean, you could have killed somebody, but like for the rest of that PT, I was fucking head on a swivel running around for my life. I'm like, you saying Bolton that shit. I was just like, Jesus. It's the only time I've ever done it. So like maybe, you know, after I got out, people were playing combat soccer, but that was the only time I've ever done it. Were you ever involved or a witness to, and you don't have to answer this obviously, but like the, the hypothetical, I heard you guys like there was a big thing about setting up like fake profiles of, of women and getting, uh, a certain staff NCO got busted rubbing one out to like, Oh yeah, I was, that was, I was on that, that team. Like there was one side that was doing, yeah, they made a fake profile. They catfished a staff sergeant and then they got him to jerk off where there's a computer lab. They were getting him to jerk off on that thing while the rest of the people were outside to start banging on his door to scare the shit out of him. He came like his pants at his ankles. Yeah. That that really happened. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's like, you know, the the, the, the the three, six stories prior to like my arrival are just, I mean, they're on, un, they're unrivaled, man. Like, it's not like anything I'd ever, you know, ever heard before in my life. Like, that's, it's so epic, man. Like you guys, your guys' stories, man, they'll live on through the annals of time. Like, <laughs> so, so far, Gary Vader, you are on a roll like a motherfucker, dude, uh, uh, and I don't want to, you know, stop your progress at all. But at, at one point, I hope, and, and it's your choice, obviously. Um, I would love to hear the whole, uh, what is it, funny monkey thing. I can visualize I actually, it. I was going to talk about Sorobi because. Yeah. yeah Hold on. I, what? Is that a, Afghanistan? Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude. All right. Sorobi. So, and I, I don't know. I feel like I can. Go ahead, tell the story. Oh, it's so fucking funny. So yeah, we were we were they took this group out of Bagram before we went to Salerno. We were like doing stuff and they took this group, and it was like the weirdest fucking because it was mostly Mortarman, I believe. Yeah. And it was like three Humvees. It was like three, it was like two Humvees with the turrets, and then like one open Humvee. And they're like, We're going to Sarobi, and you're like, Oh, there's a dam. And I'm expecting 
this fucking oh, like, beaver dam, you know, or some <laughs> little fucking bunch of wood. This thing puts like fucking the Hoover Dam to shame. It was like this Russian fucking huge ass dam. I mean, this thing was massive. And I got to be careful because I don't want to. Uh, so no, it's good, man. certain staff, sergeant, I'll just say this, a staff sergeant who was not at our reunion. I'll just say that. I know who you're talking about. He was like, let's fucking look through this thing. You know, we're looking for, you know, weapons of mass destruction or something like that. We go in there, there's a bunch of Afghani nerds sitting on these fucking computers looking at shit that's written in Pashto or Dari in Russian and he's looking at the fucking board and he's just like, yeah, it all seems to check out. And I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. None of us do. <laughs> Hold on. Would, 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 would this staff sergeant be like associated with Zelda? I don't know, but Zelda. Keep going, I'll ask bro. you later. All right. Okay. Yeah. And, and so the best, well, the funny part about that was he was like, hey, he like always had me as like his like I, again. I was like a lance corporal, but I was like his right hand. Hey, Gary, you know, like fucking take something and go down here. And so we went, and there was this fucking. We started at the top of this fucking huge dam, walked across the top, and then we went into it. And there was this stairwell that went down. I mean, it had to go like a thousand feet fucking down. And I walked with someone, it might have been like Bartlett or something, and we walked, or Carnwright, we like walked down these fucking stairs, like you see in the movies, they just keep on going lower and lower, and I walked down like <laughs> fucking flights. And then all of a sudden, you just hit like where the water, where the <laughs> reservoir or the fucking shit was, you know, and like the whole uh, stairwell was flooded. Like the water was supposed to be in there, I guess, I don't know. They wanted and to go down there. See, and so I fucking had to walk all the way back up, like 15 fucking things, get this staff sergeant and said, hey, dude, I can't go any farther. There's fucking flood. What do you mean it's flooded? I said, it's fucking filled with water. Like, literally. <laughs> so we all walk back down there, and it's the fucking funniest thing because he literally whips over the chem light, cracks it, shakes it, and he's going to do the shit in the movie and throw it down the deep fucking trench and just keeps on going forever. <laughs> he takes it. He throws it like two feet and it just hits the water and floats. It doesn't move. And I started laughing and he got pissed. So then he said, you know what? Why don't you go down like two more flights and just double check? And I said, what do you mean go down two more flights? And he goes, fucking go down there. I said, under the water? And he goes, yeah. And I said, you want me to go under the fucking, like 20 feet underwater in a stairwell? Well, God knows what's in that water. He did too. He did. No, well, I put like one fucking foot in it and I said, that absolutely. Uh, I put my surefire on and I just pointed it and you could see like 30 feet down and it's just fucking a stairwell. There's no fucking. Hell to the Taliban are not hiding WMDs in a fucking stairwell uh, underwater. I mean, they weren't unguarded, by the way. Like that wasn't happening. So, so then. We were back at this fucking place and I don't know if it was a staff NCO or if it was a fucking uh, lieutenant, but someone had a laptop and I think it was Darnell was on it for some reason. Like what the, what you're doing on a laptop in the middle of this place? I have no idea. But then someone, bunch of Marines were like, Hey, let's check it and see if there's porn. And <laughs> so we open it up. Because I think the staff, whoever it was, was like in the shower or something like that. And we're like, let's check their, their computer for porn. Hold on, Gavrito. Hold on. Hold on. I I I want to make this story correct. And I remember exactly where it was. I can picture it perfectly. 
and you're you're on point at, until this point. I just want to make sure we're talking to the right person, but I guess still going to use aliases. Is it uh, Haterinitis? Because you got on his computer, Haterinitis, some mythical figure, and you're we were trying to figure out the codes, and we kept trying and trying, and we tried up Funny Monkey. Well, it, it literally, we couldn't figure it out. And when you hit it, it said like a hint, and it was funny. And people were like, funny face, like, denied. <laughs> funny clown, denied. And you said it was me, but I swear it wasn't. Like, someone was like, monkey. And it was funny monkey, un- unlocked the computer. And sure enough, there was a shit. It was like later, like, porn one, porn four two, porn four nine. You know, like, Jesus. <laughs> The last I mean, thing it was like, there was like ten guys looking at us in one huge. So it's not like anything was happening. But Listen, I, the last thing I'll say, I swear, fucking, you looked at me sideways. You were like, "It's fucking funny, monkey." I'm like, "Holy shit!" Anyways, I love that story. Proceed, my friend. Didn't didn't something happen, Gray, in the in the with the ceiling in the in the dam? Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, Ramsolitis. Uh, he, he was like, we're in this, yeah, we're in that same dam. Fucking, there's people on computers and fucking logistics and fucking who, and you know, they pull on levers. I'm like, they're in control of this fucking dam, dog. And all of a sudden, Ramsey is being all, Ramsolitis is being all like heroic and shit. I don't know why he did it. Maybe he's just bored or just be like, I'm gonna, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, we helped him up above the ceiling, and the ceiling had like straight up, like, you know, tiles and shit we we, we raised him above there we're like oh, oh, oh there you go he's like i'm gonna get the motherfuckers i want to find some shit up here and uh, all of a sudden dude his whole fucking six foot body come crashing through the ceiling all the way down the floor dog and i thought there was like gonna be a casualty or at least an injury dude he's like i'm all right i'm all right y'all and that's pretty much as far as it went but that is a funny fucking story that most people couldn't tell that's a fact. And you got to know that happened. These, yeah. these like damn engineers are thinking like these are the weirdest fucking Marines I've ever. They're fucking crashing through our ceiling. They're going underwater. <laughs> like what the fuck are they doing? We're like, how are you controlling this dam? <laughs> are you like, did you go to college yeah. or did you learn sand? They're, yeah, they're like literally like Afghani nerds doing a dam, and like the entire surrounding village has never like seen electricity in her life and you're like what the fuck is going on here what's this damn even <laughs> generating like <laughs> yeah. we don't know <laughs> a, oh a funny God, dude a funny thing about dude. that was i mean i got a good i got two funny fucking gunny link stories give it to i'm us, sure he's fucking not- rocking it <clears throat> all right dude, well, real quick yeah because before we go there because funny monkey i thought it was gonna go somewhere else i had never heard that story but that's fucking hilarious who had a pet monkey in Afghanistan? Did somebody have a pet monkey? Didn't Don't Troop know. have one on like some when he was rapping or something like that? I could see Troop having a pet monkey. I could that see would, Troop, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know for sure. You guys know like the guy that came down to my house yesterday. Um, and I'm not going to use his name. I, mean, I guess he probably wouldn't care. But he said like, he's like, dude, do you remember like somebody had a pet monkey in Afghanistan? He's like, the thing like gave me scabies on my arm. And I wish I knew I was, that. I was going to wait till today. I mean, hopefully somebody's listening to this and they're going to, you know, like provost or units and be like, oh, yeah, man, that was fucking so and so. They had a I still monkey. have them. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be so funny. Hey, hey, yo, if they do come on, they'd do, that'd be totally epic, dude. Like, yo, I was the one with the monkey, bro. I'm, I have to admit it now that you put it in the podcast. Yeah, I still have the monkey and he feeds me bananas every morning for breakfast. 
But I, I can't wait to talk to you afterwards to, to find out who the fuck that was. Anyways, bro, see your video. You're killing it, bro. Well, I, I feel like Gunny Link's probably not going to be listening to this because he was kind of one deployment, but he was the vehicle commander when I was there. He was not the staff sergeant. He was Gunny. He wasn't the one that was telling me to fucking throw in the chem light. That was someone else. Okay. But, um, he literally, I was in his thing and I was in the turret and we were doing these patrols and Carnwright. I mean, there's nothing bad, you know, whatever. He was just driving. And so we would do it for day Conradinitis. Conradinitis, day in, day out, day in, day out. And finally, and I'm the team leader and he's the gunner. And I was like, fuck this. Like, I want to drive a damn Humvee, like over fuck these non road roads in Afghanistan. So one day I was like, Conrad, get the fuck out in the turret. He's like, all right. You know, I'm like, I'm driving this bitch. And Gunny Link gets in and he looks across and he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, I'm driving, Gunny. And he was like, you got a license? I'm like, hell yeah. And so I was like, all right, so we start driving. Like we're, it matters. We're there all fucking, you know, we're out there for eight hours, whatever. And he goes, hey, devil dog, it's getting a little dark. Why don't you put your lights on? And he starts like looking at a map or something like that. And I was like, all right, so I'm driving trying to look straight forward with my left hand. I'm trying to figure out how to fucking turn lights on because I don't have a license. And if anyone has never driven, there's buttons and switches and knobs and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on down here? You know, like whatever. And so I basically about after about two minutes, he's like looked over at me and he's like, stop the Humvee. And he's like, you don't have a fucking license. I was like, nope. And he's like, get the fuck back up in that turret. I was like, God damn it. You know? And then I thought, well, at least, you know, after this deployment, I'll, I won't be in the turret, you know, whatever. And then the entire next one in Iraq, I was pretty much in the turret the entire time. So, yeah, the turret and me. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember the first time you met Gunny Link? Well, that was my story because my first meeting with him is epic. Do you, remember, it, do, you, do you remember Adam? I know Gunny Link. Definitely. He was a very proper, high and tight motherfucker. He was cool. But I remember when he got uh, a kidney stone out in Afghanistan. But that's as far as I know. I don't know. Do you remember the first time you met him? I mean, I don't know if exactly the first time I met him. So we'll, okay. We'll let Garavito kick it off. Yes, sir. Well, my story. All right. I'll tell you the Gunny Link story. So I got detached. I got picked to go to Amglock. Advanced Machine Gun Leaders course. And so I got detached right before we went to Afghanistan for like three months or something like that. And so it was like, I would go over to Geiger. It was like Top Gun. There was guys from Quantico and Spain and all this other shit. Oh, wow. And blah, and we're doing fucking WANAV all day and PT in our asses off and all this other shit. And, and then I would come back to the barracks and people were like, yeah, I think we had Gunny Ruble. And, um, they were like, hey, he left, and now we got fucking Gunny Link. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I've never met him. And so for like three months, he had this one Marine who was like detached. And so I think you were saying it was like Easter 96? It was, it was the Easter 96. So I think it was, <laughs> I, was it on a Friday that they let us go? Maybe or Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was like Friday. Yeah, yeah. Probably Friday. Well, yeah. Whatever, whatever day it was, the day before is when I graduated. So I'm at Geiger and I'm doing this thing, and he and Lieutenant Hateritis <laughs> show up to represent. And I walk up, 
shake a hand, get my little diploma certificate, whatever, fucking stand up there to get our pictures taken. We go over and those two come over and like, you know, congratulations, devil dog, blah, blah, blah. And he walks up to me. He's like, good to have a leader of Marines. And I was like, you know, looking forward to working with you, Gunny. So, da, 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 fucking history repeats itself. All I had to do was make an eight o'clock formation for a 96 the next day. So we all went out to fucking Joy's, which was, remember Joy's, that bar? Joy's. The fucking Joy's. Half the fucking companies there getting shit faced. I think, remember I Skeet? Children, the first battalion, I would be like, don't go there. Yeah, someone, one of them was just, uh, I remember he ran in with like a tree one day, you know? I mean, it was just like random <laughs> shit was happening there all the time. So all I had to do was make it there by eight o'clock. I'm drinking my ass off. I took a cab there, you know, responsible. Responsible so there. And uh, all of a sudden, I wake up. I'm at some lady's house in fucking Swansboro. I look at my watch. It's 930. I was like, Boom. oh, shit. Yeah. Hope you're not listening, lady from Swansboro. I don't remember your name. But um, <laughs> I take the, I'm like, I'm hungover as shit. And I'm like, you know, oh, fuck. <laughs> This is like my worst nightmare. So I'm walking over to the company and I'm like praying. I'm like, please let everyone from Lima be gone and doing something. And I just got to like talk to some like OD from like another company. (laughs) And I walk in and I don't know. Are we we allowed to say a certain tropical storms name? Yes. Okay. I don't know if hurricane was in there. But I do know that Gunny Link, Gunny Taylor, and First Sergeant Bolton were all there <laughs> waiting for me. It was my worst. I walked in and they fucking unloaded on me. And I was just Boltonitis. I was yeah, I was getting screamed at by Boltonitis and everyone else. And I mean, I'm you know, whatever. And so sure. Gunny Tayloritis decides to right. hand me a ruler and some fucking scissors. And goes, go out and cut the fucking battalion grass to one inch, you know. So I went out. The entire battalion's left for the 96. I'm out there fucking cutting grass with scissors for like two hours. They had the duty, like, checking on me, like, every 15 minutes so I didn't die because I was so drunk. I'm sure. Oh, hold on. So so you missed the formation to release us. Yes. Okay. Okay. So then when I – then they called me back in to yell at me some more. And this is a true story. And I I believe you do. My kids don't hear this, but like, whatever. So they call (laughs) me back in and they're like ready to hit me with round two. And Bolt Knight is like, you motherfucker, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're supposed to, you just came from Amblock, you asshole, you know, fucking dickhead, blah, 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 blah. You know, I can't believe you. And then he goes, was it worth it for a fucking piece of ass? And I said, absolutely not for a sergeant. And he goes, why not? And I said, I think she stuck her finger in my no-no zone. And <laughs> I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just that. How did you get out of way with that? He, he, he looked at me and tried to keep a straight face. And then he fucking <laughs> broke. And just like, get the fuck out of here. Just get the fuck out of here. And that was like my thing. And that and then Gunny Link took me aside and was like, dude, sh- you know, don't be a fuck up. And I'm going, dude, this guy has known me less than a day. I went from like hero Marine to shithead Marine in less than a day. I was like, fuck. Garavito, I have to ask. I have to ask. And I think that is fucking hilarious. That's set in stone. So when you said, when you said 
Just stick in my no-no zone. Were you trying to be funny or are you just like drunk and like didn't give a fuck? No, no, I think but, my butt did hurt. My butt, yeah. I think also, she did my butt. She silver bulleted me. Oh. <laughs> uh, about hey, that, I'm being yeah. truthful, man. I got, dude, I believe the fuck out of you. Yeah. So oh, I wouldn't lie about that. Yeah. No, I think uh, I don't think you're lying at all. Ever. Not a fan. Not a fan. But uh, I'll let you so, go, Frank. I do have something I do want to add before this podcast is over, but go ahead, Frank. Yeah, so the end of that 96, right, was like the first time I ever met Gunny Link, right? And it was battalion formation. We all had been down in Myrtle and just day drinking, morning drinking. And we had someone driving us back. I I assume they were designated driver because we were responsible back then. And we, I mean, we showed up just as formation was happening. And I jumped out of that dude's car. Adam jumped out of that dude's car. Like we full sprinted it out the formation. I lost a sandal behind like Kilo Company. And I was wearing these white board shorts with, uh, it wasn't my own bodily fluid, but there was bodily fluid on those white board shorts. And like, like literally, I snuck into formation and they dismissed us. And Gunny Link is like, so where's Francis? And like, ev- like, dude, it was like one of those things where just everyone parted and I'm standing there alone by myself. Yeah. Oh my God. And sandal somewhere over there. I got one sandal on these whiteboard shorts and he's like, my God, what the fuck's wrong with you? Did you piss yourself? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's not pee, Gunny. <laughs> um, and so he's like, get, <laughs> get over to the fucking company office. We're going to handle this right now. And and so I think I went and retrieved my other sandal shower shoe, which we're not allowed to wear in formation anyways. But I went over to the company office and he like looked at me again. He's like, I can't even stand to fucking look at you. Get out of here. And um, we actually went back to Myrtle Beach that night because, you know, not like we ever learned lessons. I don't know. And uh, I don't know what happened, man, but nothing ever came from it. Nothing. Frank, Frank, I got it. I got to ask you, man. Because I have a very similar story. Was that the same story that I had, like the seriously same day? If not, I'll 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 release it out into the open. I think I've talked to you about this. I was late for formation. I don't know if it was the same day, dude. I, I you might know this story. I'm going to tell you straight up. Like like I don't care. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Like let's just say someone's on the last deathbed and they're like, I'm just going to out there, right? So I remember distinctly. Actually, I can't use too many names, but I was with this woman, and she happened to be on her woohoo, and uh, <laughs> and I was like really, really, I mean, really drunk, and we passed out with each other hypothetically. This person, and I woke up, and I had fluids on me that I like I wouldn't <laughs> like I wouldn't want normally on me. Anyways, so out she was drunk as shit, so I'm like rocking her i'm like wake up i got formation in 15 minutes like no joke this is a true story she's like what what i'm like no get up get up we gotta go we gotta we get you know gotta go finally we get there i got no shirt on so i'm looking at finally we get the base hypothetically and i looked in her back trunk i'm like there's gotta be a shirt here there's gotta be a shirt here And she didn't have a shirt, so the only shirt I had was the one with uh, the fluids upon it. That is, it happened to be the uh, <laughs> happened to be the color of like Satan, I will say. And uh, yeah, uh, they're strong, waiting for me. 
Where yep. is that motherfucker? Where <laughs> is he? Here I am, like, I think I want you on. Uh, let's just, I'm not going to say, you know, every end of a sentence has a period, you know? And let's just call it a slurried. I had slurried blood all over me. And this is awful. People are going to hate me from the, for this. But the, I had a do, I had a done what I done it is. And I showed up like that in front of Strong. So, I, hey, Strong, I understand why you hated me. That was totally improper. Dude. I just say that I was drunk as shit. And, but I did make it to formation. I mean, that, you know, that's something. Anyways. I was covered in slurrionitis. <laughs> Can I can I end like my part with with something a little bit like kind of eye opening and serious a little bit kind of change? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, no, we, I, yeah. I, you know. You know. I wanted to add something, I guess, useful. You know, and one of the things that, um, like, for me, you know, everyone is like, "Oh, Gary Vito's so funny," and Gary Vito's fucking, you know, blah 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 blah. But like, so like, I don't know if you know this, but like, Eunice and I fucking extended. To go to Iraq, you know, when they gave us yeah, the yeah, yeah, of you know, you can go to CAX or you can go to Alza. And then for both of us, I think it was like a no brand. I'm like, I'm not fucking like letting these dudes, whatever. So when I got out, it was like, you're out, here's a week with your fucking family and friends. Next two weeks, you're turning in all your shit, you know. Next week, you're taking all your little classes, and then you're out. And you know, and I may or may not have had a Ford Ranger filled with lounge furniture going to my apartment because I didn't have any furniture as I waved to the fucking gate guard. <laughs> but I got there and I was back and, you know, I've been dating someone for a while. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, like, I just I was having like all these like uh, insomnia. Um, I was like sleeping, whatever. I was getting acid reflux. I had fucking they I had not done the VA full spectrum shit on base. So like I had to do it out in in the real world. And they were doing this and they were talking about it. And they were like, I found out that like I had like fucking issues with my stomach and all this other yeah, stuff. Man. And they were like, this is kind of funny on a serious thing, but they were like, we need a stool sample. And they gave me a fucking plastic bag. And I was like, okay. And like, like we need it back in like two days. And so I'm like, well, like, do I shit in this bag or do I like shit on the shower and pick it up with gloves? Like, what the fuck do I do? So I, I don't even remember what I did, but somehow I got this fucking turd in a fucking bag. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm not walking with this fucking thing into the VA. And what the fuck? I'm not going to put it in my fucking pocket. So oh, shit. I came up with the idea. I was like, genius idea. Let me fucking put it in a shoebox, you know, conceal it. I go what down the fuck? Yeah, I go down to Salisbury at the North Carolina, the big VA medical center. I take about two steps in and two fucking cops pull me to the side. They thought I had a bomb and I had to explain. Like, oh, hey, you had a bomb. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and but the thing was, so we're there and like I'm, I'm having all this shit going on. And my, oh, my, uh, my girlfriend was like you need to go see someone, you need to talk to somebody, whatever. And I'm like, no, like I'm fine. And like my thing, and that's why I was trying to like, kind of maybe hopefully help someone out. Like don't make my mistake. But like, my thing was like, I just repress everything. I don't let shit get to me. I just kind of suck it up, push it away and like, let it go. And so I'm like, so many questions. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking go to the VA 
And like, how dare I fucking go there and be like, you know, hey, I can't sleep when people are lost arms and legs and all this other shit. So she basically gave me an ultimatum and was like, look, you need to talk to someone one time or I'm fucking out of this relationship. So I was like, fuck. So I went down there and I went there. Like, I need to go building, I don't know, 18. And I go there and it's like the mental health center. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, really? So I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, I shouldn't be here. This is a fucking mistake. I go in there and literally I meet this guy. He brings me in his off, shuts the door. I'm super uncomfortable. And he literally goes, I'll remember it for us. He goes, tell me why you're here. And that's all he said. Tell me why you're here. And I went to answer and I fucking started crying and I fucking probably cried for like 10 minutes straight. And it was like, I had like four years of repressed shit coming out of me that I just had not like done with anybody. And I was talking to him later on, went back for another thing. And I found out that I had like survivor's guilt because like my first gunner was white and he had died in Afghanistan. And then you had Carnwright got fucked up in Iraq and Booten got fucked up in Iraq. And, you know, Webb was, you know, he got RPG and lost his hearing or whatever. And, you know, I was just like, and I was completely fine. And like, even though I wasn't around any of these guys when this happened, I just felt responsible, you know, and fucking all just ate me up inside. I get it. You were there for the fucking, you both were there for the hater incident. Webb yeah. and I yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. literally, he'd taken over point from me, like literally three minutes before that happened when he stepped on a landmine. Yeah, I'd been point for like an hour. And uh, so, like, if you're one of those guys who fucking, you know, I guess, you know, so that's why, like, the, you know, and, and keeps everything in. Like, for me, it was just, just to get it off my chest was huge. And then even, like, with the, the reunion, you know, like, I remember I saw it. And I was like, I don't want to go. And then Hunter was like, you know, you got to go because I'm going and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, oh, shit, man, I have Hunter stories, too, that I didn't get to. But uh, I told you. I told you. It flies yeah, by, man. It fucking flies, man. But, you know, like, so I went. But I remember, like, so perfect example. Fucking I'm flying from Charlotte, and I have a layover in fucking Dallas. And I mean a fucking Poke Bowl. And Francis comes over, like, what's up? And I don't know if you remember this, but like, I didn't come up and give you a big hug. It was like, hey, Francis, what's up? I mean, like, I just still had like my guard up. When I left that place, course, yeah. days later, I'm fucking hugging everybody and knuckling up and doing shit. And like Eunice and I were talking, like Eunice was a groomsman at my wedding. And I didn't talk to him for like 10 years until like recently, because I just kind of like, even though I got that shit out, I still was kind of like, well, the Marine Corps is kind of, you know, some people like, you know, you, you know, whatever embrace everything i just was like i don't want to deal with it and then like i think that this podcast the fucking reunion like all that shit has just made me be like you know what like we did some shit and we did it together and i'm talking to people and i was there and people are like yeah i have ptsd for this or i did this or whatever and i'm like yeah fucking i'm not the only person so i want to tell you I really something. appreciate what you guys are doing and you know, i want to tell you something doug i want to tell yeah. you something if i'm here if i'm not here it doesn't matter if, if, if I want you to know this in the universe. I want you to know this in your head, Doug. Fucking Walden came to my wedding, dude, and he was my groomsman. And it was like nothing ever changed. Nothing ever changed. Not for one second, it didn't change. And uh, we had the funnest time, just like grunts, man. Like <laughs> my wife ish uh was like where the fuck is adam you know what i'm saying and i was with waldman chilling out at my own wedding 
And I was like chilling out with Waldman, man. And I was telling them, you know, we were just talking like it was old school, you know. And uh, it was hard to really, really describe really much. But you know what we did? We just buried everything all uh, buried. What we did was bury every every noise in the world. And we made it silence. And we were just literally in my car in the parking lot. Sipping some shit. And uh, it was like nothing ever went away at all. And it was the most beautiful, one of my most beautiful memories that I can remember. That's all. You know what's crazy, man, about like you just saying like you you weren't certain that you wanted to go. Um, I was I called Hunter last night. Him and I were talking, and, and you know, and it's so weird, you know. We, we were talking about things, you know, to include nicknames and different stuff and like stupid things, right? That like maybe. You like because like i think probably like nobody wanted to go right like which is really weird like why the fuck and you know hunter and i were talking about how guys were you know like there might have been there something that happened, that happened to them back in the day or like something like somebody something would pull somebody up or make, up fun, or make fun, of fun of or this that or the other thing right yes sir and um, um yeah so yeah, like estel like called me the day before, the, day before the, the the reunion right, reunion, right? and he said something he said about something like how about he like, didn't want to go and i was like and bro was like bro, like i kind of don't want to go either either and like i was co-hosting like, the thing all right i'm gonna tell you very something very special <laughs> and I, it means a lot to me actually because someone told me that it's not because they did it, you know, nefariously or whatever. But I told them, I said, me and you were together when Hateritis got his leg blown off, and you and I got back in the truck together. And uh, you know, you're you're you were pale in your face. I knew you were in shock, and so was I, because we got the we got the uh, trail turned around because we got denied. It sounds like I'm saying this again. Anyways, do you do you remember that? Like that, like I did. Yeah, yeah. I remember being complete shock, and I remember we went back to the. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, but I was about three feet away, and that knocked me on my ass. And like they wanted to check me for TBIs. Um, but yeah, I remember that that happening. I remember we went back, and I remember that we went and told someone we're like uh, Lieutenant Hateritis just stepped on a landmine and lost his foot, and they were like bullshit. Like no one, I'm like no, seriously. Like they, they, yeah. No, no, yeah. You, you said the right thing. That really uh, fulfills my memory. I, I didn't know if I remembered it wrong, but yeah, I remember jumping the Humvee, and you looked at me, and we both looked at each other like, "Holy shit, this is real." Because I thought we were getting hit. I thought we were getting hit like a real deal, Holyfield shit, you know. But uh, thank you for telling me that. That that means a lot to me to solidify that in my in my memory. And dude, yeah, definitely no thanks for uh, scheduling your doctor's appointment today. Oh, you're definitely welcome. Yeah, we appreciate having you on. Uh, awesome shit, dude. This is just keep raising the bar. It's been amazing. So, with that said, thank you, Garavito. Gray, thank you, brother. And uh, do your thing, homie. Release the boys. I love you guys and girls. I'm probably going to fuck this up, but hopefully not. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tales from the Core. We would like you to like, download, and share. And we would also appreciate a five-star rating. And also, you know, your favorite time is coming up. And yeah, that's right. It's called Liberty. God bless y'all. See you later.